It's Donald Ware, host of From the Press Box to Press Row, the biggest names, our guests on Box to Row. Hey, everybody, what's going on? This is Anthony Anderson, international movie star and funny mother. And you're listening to From the Press Box to Press Row. That is the voice of Kevin Durant. Well, I'm just, you know, trying to get better every single day. And I enjoy playing with a great group of guys. Hey, this is Ronda Rousey. You know what this is. This is the one and only D-O-Double-G. Ice Cube has been our guest. Hey, man, thanks for letting me talk a little music, movies, and Sports, hey, my favorite three topics. Hey, say what's happening, man? It's CIP, man. Hi, this is Jill Scott. I'm talking about none other than Serena Williams. That was definitely one of the better matches I've ever played. I've had it just like that. You know, it's really focused. It's really, you know, excited. Missed any of these interviews? Then check us out online at www.botchtorow.com. That's from the press box to press row. Real, relevant, radio. Free speech, the First Amendment protects material, presumptively. We don't talk about uh, harassing and sexually brutalizing I'm, I'm women not. in my music, man. We don't do that in my music, man. I'm tired of you saying that. We've got white dollar people trying to crap out. It's the HBCU Football Daily Podcast for today, Friday, June 19th. I'm Donald Ware and had a chance to catch up with Reginald Ruffin, the head football coach at Miles, on yesterday. Today, we take it to Miami. Florida for the first time in 61 years HBCU football is going to be played in the city of Miami and the leader of the Florida Memorial University program in his first season as the head football coach is Timothy Harris who joins us here on the HBCU football daily podcast welcome to the podcast coach Harris thank you for having me I appreciate you guys having me on uh I uh, heard about it today that you guys were requesting me to come on. I was excited. Couldn't wait. I was standing by the phone all day. <laughs> well, glad, <laughs> glad to have you. Give us a little bit of background. This is the first time that our listeners will be able to hear you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh, yeah. I'm, uh, you know, Tim Harris. I'm the uh, head football coach at Florida Memorial University. I was also a high school football coach here in Miami at Booger T. Washington High School. Had a lot of great experience there, developing student athletes, putting together a great staff, and also had a, uh, uh, several opportunities at Universal Miami with Randy Shannon bringing me in on his staff, and Al Golden bringing me on his staff as a running back coach. So I've been in a great place. I've been with some great people to be able to help me develop to be in the position that I'm in now as uh, developing student athletes. It's been a blessing for me. Yeah, great football. Describe the football. I mean, we could talk about Florida, but specifically in Miami where you are, where you may be able to recruit some guys and you know, you know, the programs there in Miami. You, talk to us about the, the, the football and the greatness of the football there in Miami. Yeah, the, uh, the high school coaches here in uh, Miami and South Florida are doing, I mean, they're doing a terrific, excellent job in terms of development of student athletes. All the, the top colleges around the country is, is really focusing in this area you know, throughout their recruiting to make sure that they can be able to, to grab, you know, some top student athletes here in Miami and South Florida. And also this year in South in Miami, in Florida, period, they had a classification of the state championships uh, changed for the first time. We got eight divisions, and seven of the divisions in South Florida and five in Miami and two in Broward County, you know, won state championships. So that set – uh, a history mark in terms of what South Florida is doing. And just in local areas here in Miami, that the high school football has continued to grow and getting better, you know, every year. 
you know, the coaches are doing a great job with their development of their student-athletes. Did you ever – we had uh, Luther Campbell as a guest on this program some years ago. Did you all ever cross paths? Yeah, he's a great friend. He's a close friend uh, and, and set a, 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 a great, great uh, motto and, and, and do a great job in terms of uh, mentoring, you know, what we do here in South Florida, you know, from a, a high school standpoint as well, from a – uh, uh, a whole scenario of great things that he do for youth league and all the stuff that he brings to the table here in South Florida. You know, he's a great part of what we do here. And he's like a pioneer and continue to, to service us and work greatly with us. And his school is Miami Edison Senior High School that's doing a great job in terms of him taking that program, you know, to the next level after Corey Bell once had it. Now he's a college coach at this point at Central Florida coaching the secondary so, you know, this has been, you know, our relationship with the coaches in South Florida. we really growing into a great, great, you know, foundation in terms of uh, having a great uh, coaching association here in South Florida that we're developing well. And Luther Campbell leads that for us, and we appreciate him for what he's doing in that area. You know, for you, nine seasons as a head coach at the high school level there in Miami, 114-21, and 21, your record three four eight state championships a lot of success great football there in miami what made the florida memorial university job attractive to you uh and again florida memorial bringing football back for the first time in 61 years now it is something that is something that we talk about you know and uh you know, in our inner city territory in terms of high school, so we all feel like we work and we do a great job in our research and getting to know people on and developing ourselves, you know, throughout this process in terms of getting an opportunity to move up. But unfortunately, through that and all the kids that we develop, we have yet consistently had an opportunity to be able to, to get on different college programs, different coaches who come to South Florida, and uh, become head coaches here. It's just unfortunate we haven't reached that point of getting opportunities to get on other college staff and at some point getting interviews. So when this opportunity opened HBCU here in South Florida, the only one south of Orlando, this is something that, you know, that intrigued me and it's something that we talked about and that we dreamed about. So I really put everything in me to be able to come out and go and apply for this job, be able to give uh, college high school coaches an opportunity to be able to show that they can cope by just getting an opportunity and continue to, to try to keep the kids here in South Florida that they don't have to travel out for here at home. So there's something that, you know, for myself and having the opportunity to go to the rebirth that they had, I got that on the road. Man, my grandson, we were actually traveling, going home when I heard what was happening and we went to daddy. That event changed my whole mindset, and it changed my life at this point. And and God, and I thank God to have an opportunity, and all the people from the board, the president, the athletic director, that give me the opportunity to be able to be here to lead this new pro- rebirth program. And I'm just so excited. You know, it's a it's a, a job of a lifetime for me. Timothy Harris in his first season. As the head football coach at Florida Memorial University joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast. Obviously, COVID-19 Coach Harris has affected a lot of college football programs. I'm interested to know how it's affected your program uh, as you enter your first season uh, there at, or at, well, the program enters its first season. 
Yeah, for us, it really, you know, being the first-year program, and we were rebuilt on making sure that we can gain the reps, you know, not having spring ball, you know, for a first-year program, that was that affected, that really affected us enough. But what we try to do is just make the best of it with our Zoom meetings and, and try to mentally gain ground in this area. And, and so far, we feel mentally from an install standpoint through Zoom that our kids mentally should understand when they do get when they do are able to come back to the campus and when that point comes that we can get back on the field. And right now our first practice day at this point is August 15th. So we still got to be in the mental part of what we're doing and what we have to do as a program and keeping our kids focused to be able to stay involved, you know, in their education from a Zoom standpoint, uh, uh, online classes, and as well as consistently staying, you know, making sure that they don't stay get involved in anything other outside uh, no, of focusing on their education and staying in school at this point. So it's been tough in that area, but it makes us as coaches have to make sure that we consistently, you know, do a better job and stay tight with our communication through Zoom and through phone calls to making sure that we stand on touch and staying in touch with them that they're doing things the right way while they're all at home. Yeah, were you able to get any reps in in the spring or any type of uh, winter workout in? We had two uh, spring practices. We actually had two spring practice days, and then from that day, everything was, uh, you know, was taken away from that point. From that, but up until that point, we did have an opportunity to, you know, do weight room, do some stuff during the winter time. From a conditioning standpoint, we was able to get, you know, in that world a little bit. You know, because, you know, for us, everything started during that time as well, coming into spring, making, you know, trying to build a new program and bringing in kids that's coming in in January that was out there, uh, transferred from other uh, universities uh, that were just sitting at home that we was able to go and talk to and get them back mentally ready to come back to school. So this class that we're bringing in now is going to be based on the first class that's trying to get us, but we feel great about the kids that we, the 57 kids that we had on campus that really set a certain type of standard for us, and it was leading us in the right direction. So when other students on the outside came to watch us for those two days of practice, they seen the program was going in a positive direction in terms of, and that was, and that's forward, and we felt good about where we was going at at that point. Timothy Harris in his first season as the head football coach at Florida Memorial joins us here on the program. Uh, who are some of the guys like who are some of the guys we can look out for, for this upcoming season? We have uh, Xavier, uh, Bryce Xavier holiday right now. He's a guy right now as a quarterback. He's a, uh, and we had to play right now today. He'll be a guy who lead us out from a quarterback standpoint. You know, we have Josh Rowland was one of our secondary uh, students that was uh, one of our top guys in the secondary, and both of these guys are doing a great job from an honor roll standpoint. You know, like Xavier with a 4.0 and and Josh with a 3.3 at this point. And really we got Carlos Booth. I'm just trying to give a position. He's an offensive lineman that, that came in from us. He's from the uh, local. And all these guys are from local high schools here in South Florida and Miami. That, that we look at and looking to come in and lead us to this point. And then all the recruiting guys that we're bringing in that coming in from, you know, from high school coming in in the fall term. And right now they're setting to come in for summer B to be able to get those guys in. Yeah, I mean, are are all of your guys, high school guys, do you sure. have any, any guys that have already had uh, some form of college football experience? 
Yeah, say that again, sir. Sorry. Did, no, that's okay. Did you have any? Do you have any guys that already have some college football experience? Yeah, like Xavier is one of those kids that was in a, a school before. He was in a another small uh, uh, NAIA school a year ago. So he's one of them. And Carlos Booth was another one that was in another uh, NAIA school a year ago. And uh, and some of the other guys, like I just named, like Josh Rowland, they just came out of high school, you know, finishing the high school season from this point. But most of our team will be consistently big on on the freshman class. We're gonna put, we're gonna have to have a lot of emphasis and a lot of, you know, patience and and development going into young kids, and hopefully that they can come in and really set a certain type of standard for us because we didn't have a lot of. Uh, older guys to come in we got a few but it's not the high number that you'll normally want to have you know in a new program what's the excitement level there uh, in miami at miami gardens uh, with respect to football uh, coming back after 61 years of its absence uh, there and more specifically hbcu football there in miami now, everybody in Miami totally, not just, you know, Miami Gardens is where we located at. They are so excited. The mayor is so excited. He's been a part of all the different events that we done had here you know, at Florida Memorial University. But the overall, you know, South Florida, I mean, from Miami, from Dade County, Broward County, and Palm Beach County, the Tri-County area have been so excited, you know, about, you know, Florida Memorial University having football you know, here in South Florida. So there's just been something that's been real exciting for our community. It's been something that, you know, even the the other high other college schools teams is here like Miami and FIU, those teams FAU, those teams have been excited for us as well too to be able to come into this setting of football and really compete and have a setting one day and we hopefully one day that we can Set our set our standards high enough that we can actually play one of them teams one day in the future. Do, do you know? I don't know if you know because obviously with the COVID nineteen situation, but has you know the excitement like you said is there in the community? Has that allowed for enrollment to go up there at Florida Memorial? Most definitely, you know, with us bringing in band as well too. Not everybody really feeling the true HBCU. Uh, uh, mindset and how it really is. It ain't just we're not doing it halfway. President Hodrick and his staff and and the board they have really put in the the, the whole picture to be able to make sure that these these uh, this community have a true HBCU experience. You know, here at Florida Memorial University, and they don't have to run you know on the north side of Orlando to be able to gain that experience. They can be able to stay here on the south side of Orlando, here in Miami Gardens at Florida Memorial University and gain that, that real HBU college experience that they see, you know, out there on TV. They can be able to see it right here, you know, in their backyard. And we are so excited to be, a, and myself and my family, we are so excited to be a part of it as well. Uh, now, where are your homes game, home games going to be played? Right now we are playing, we set to play at Miami, uh, in Miami Gardens, at uh, Betty T. Ferguson, that's a uh, that's like a, a complex stadium uh, park area here in Miami Gardens, right next to the uh, the Dolphin Hard Rock Stadium where UM and and the Miami Dolphin plays at. Is right across. You can look at from where we playing at. You can see the Dolphins and the Miami UM uh, Stadium right next to us, and hopefully we can put ourselves in position and how we develop 
that we can be playing, you know, in that Hard Rock Stadium one day as well. So we all got that that dreams and that aspirations to make sure that we move up to play, you know, in the big leagues arena, you know, from, from when that time comes for us. Sure. And then I know a couple of years ago, uh, it was Edward Waters that played in the Mid-South Conference. What do you know about NAIA? What do you know about that conference? Yeah, we just now for myself, I'm just, you know, getting here. We've been doing a lot of uh, Zoom meetings. I had an opportunity to go to my first uh, national convention, you know, uh, as a head coach here at Florida Memorial University and got an opportunity to meet a lot of the Mid-South uh, coaches that's in this division and they all do a great job you know they do an excellent job in terms of how they prepare how they teach when you're watching film and video of them you know those kids are really prepared and they know exactly you know what their coaches are teaching and telling them and and, and having communication with them they have helped me along the way being a new coach that I'm they open the doors and open phone calls that I can be able to call and check in with them to help me in any type of situation from a rule standpoint to X's and O's to whatever, you know, the coaches in this Mid-South Conference has been great to me, especially the ones that are local in our division. They have been real great, you know, to me and really helping me and my staff, you know, feel a family part of what's going on in the Mid-South. And I appreciate them for, for the opportunity and they opening the door up for me as a new coach to be able to, you know, compete well in our division. And then lastly, Coach Harris, we appreciate the time, all that's going on uh, with George Floyd uh, and and certainly the protests. I want to get your thoughts on George Floyd and and sort of the climate there in Miami. Yeah, that's, you know, that's, 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 uh, you know, and I grew up in the inner city, you know, myself, and, and we have seen and experienced a lot of things here. I grew up in Overtown, and we have seen a lot of things even, you know, when I was a, a youngster in the 70s, and, and we still unfortunately run across these same things here, you know, in the, two, in the, in the 2020 type of deal in terms of what happened to Mr. Floyd. That's, that's something that, you know, we hopefully, you know, in our lifetime that this can, that can definitely come to an end and stop and, and understand the social justice that's got to happen throughout, you know, America for all of us to be able to, to feel confident you know, that everything is going to be great, you know, no matter what may happen, you know, and not just with the police department, just overall, you know, the type of things that happen to us as black people, you know, going to a mall, going to to any other setting, you know, we have to to always feel like somebody thinks that we're going to do something negative instead of thinking that we're all here to do things the right way as well. And I, and I look for, you know, and I have sons that, that's older now, and they all grown men, and they can still run across the same setting. So we continue to still educate, you know, even our older kids at this point. Then you have grandkids, and you're still trying to make sure, like my grandson is seven, and we still educating him to making sure that he consistently know, you know, what's happening and what's going on now because they're asking questions, and we want to prepare them, you know, as he continue to grow you know, as a young man, you know, here in America, to making sure that, you know, where he can stay safe and know what to do and what to say, you know, and we want to be able to do what everybody else needs to do in America, to be uh, to be able to live the way we want to live and be comfortable. 
because I was, you know, even for myself, I'm sorry I have to go on with this, you know, living in a community like when you, you fight so hard to be able to get out of a place, you know, get out of a certain, you know, we say we want to get out of our neighborhood, then we move to another neighborhood, then we find ourselves the only black in that neighborhood, and then it's not a great experience there. So you end up saying, like, man, you work so hard to get out of a place to think that it's supposed to be a better place, and it's worse than what you had when you left somewhere that people love you and care about you, and, and you, you know, and they know your name, and you're going to communicate with them, and you can have conversations, you can have barbecues and stuff with the people who you know and grew up with in the neighborhood. So what that happened to us, we just moved back to our community to make sure that we can be able to live and be happy the way we need to be. And be productive, you know, with, with who we need to be productive with, and that's our that's our family and our friends. Yeah. Timothy Harris, in his first season as the head football coach at Florida Memorial, joins us here on the HBCU Football Daily Podcast as the Lions set to open the season on Saturday, September 12th at Kaiser University. Coach Harris, we appreciate the time. Uh, good luck to you and the Lions uh, in the 2020 season. Thank you, sir, and I appreciate you guys for having us and continue to do your great work that you do servicing you know, all the HBCUs here in America. Thank you. Thank you, Coach Harris. That's all the time we have for today's HBCU Football Daily Podcast. I want you guys to have an absolutely wonderful and safe weekend. Continue to be safe, please. On Monday, we're going to stay in the state of Florida, travel up, 95 a bit to Jacksonville and take a look at the Edward Waters Tigers as we're going to be joined by the Tigers head football coach, Greg Ruffin. Don't forget to tell a couple of friends about the HBCU football daily podcast as we get you set for the 2020 HBCU football season. You can find us via download or listen to the podcasts at BoxToRow.com, also on iHeartMedia and iTunes as well. Have a great weekend and I'll talk with you on Monday.